And then I opened the door and I'm like, oh, it's James. And then he got down on one knee and I'm crying again. And then I just like started ugly crying. I literally. (laughs) (laughs) And then he gets on one knee and he's like, are you there? I was like, oh my God, yes. (laughs) That was how it happened. Welcome to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Vivian and Rowena. Hey friends, Viv looks so happy today. You look like you're beaming, smiling from ear to ear. I wonder why. Because today we're going to be talking about Rowena's engagement. Yay! Insert clap. So this episode, it's going to be dedicated to Rowena's engagement. We're going to ask her questions about pre-engagement, the day of engagement, and how she's feeling now as an engaged woman. And Viv will share her side of the story because she has a lot of intel that I wasn't privy to, that I still am not privy to. So very excited to hear your side as well. Yeah, so I was part of the engagement. It was such an honor to be able to be a part of both yours and James's special day. So yes, I definitely knew about it way before Rowena did. (laughs) So this included lying to Rowena, which is very hard for me to do. So many people lied to me, but it's okay. (laughs) It's fine. Yes. So um, before we get there, I just wanted to share that we are in the process of uploading all of our videos and audio files onto YouTube. I don't think it'll be ready before this episode is out, but probably before the next episode or somewhere in the next week just keep an eye out it'll be there we do make announcements on our instagram stories if you'd like to follow it's at voice hugs podcast but yes we will share announcements there um with that being said when i was going through the process of converting our audio files to our video files i had to go back to episode one two three all the way to like where we are today and it was just so interesting listening to what we sounded like a year ago to what we sound like now honestly it felt pretty cringy i was like (laughs) oh my god i really don't want to upload this onto youtube Um, But I think what I learned from or just what I reflected on in the past week of doing that conversion is that part of what this is, is growing together and growing with voice hugs and growing with our community and being able to talk about hard feelings that we go through throughout the year, but also celebrating moments such as this one. And so I think it'd be really sweet to have an episode dedicated to your special moment. And I think we're all here for it. We're all very happy for you. I know I am. Yeah. So this episode will be about celebrating Rowena's new chapter in her life yeah together together forever (laughs) forever and ever i think what we'll do is we'll start with pre-engagement okay i think a lot of times i always wonder did you know the engagement was coming when did Mm -hmm. you start having conversations about it with james so Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about pre-engagement i have been very vocal with knowing that ever since I met James, the first time I met him, I was like, yeah, I think I think he's the one. So 
the topic of engagement and marriage was actually pretty, it was brought up pretty soon. I just wanted to make sure we're both on the same page. In the YouTube video we did together, or maybe even in the podcast, he also talked about how he has always dated to marry. So I think from that perspective, we're both on the same page. To know that this is your person versus actually getting to know them and really solidifying that it's your person also takes some time. For me, that was six months. Six months (laughs) in, I was like, I'm ready. Like, (laughs) come on. I'm not getting younger. I'm almost going to be 30. For a while, I was giving him so much pressure. I was just like telling him every other day, I'm about to turn 30. I don't want to be married after I'm 30. I did it enough where it was like, it's like half joking, half serious. And there came a point where he was like, babe, I, I think we should sit down and talk about this because it's giving me anxiety. Like, Aww. do you really need to be or do you really want to be married before you're 30? I'm like, no, it's fine. You know, like, take your time. But like, don't take your time. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I think I've known really early on. I think he's also known really early on. It's just timing and life happening. His career my career, you know, he was fundraising for like the longest time and he was super stressed. It did get delayed a little, but that was also something that I probably had to work through because, you know, like we always talk about how things happen when they're supposed to. Everything has divine timing. If it doesn't happen now, it means there's lessons you should learn before like it actually happens. Mm -hmm. So I think from that perspective, it was also lessons from the universe for me to just Mm -hmm. be like, chill you're fine. (laughs) Things will happen when they happen. You're okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Rowena wanted to get engaged literally like in the midst of the 2020 pandemic because six months after you met James was like June, July of 2020. That's so funny. But um, I love that. And I'm really happy for you guys. I think ultimately the timing worked out well, you know, like you're still engaged by the time you're 30, which is what you originally wanted-ish. And then I think it also gave James... (laughs) It also gave James probably the amount of time that he needed as well. Absolutely. So Viv actually flew to New York to surprise me. And so we spent about like half a week in New York together. Yeah. She was there for the whole thing. We're able to deliberate after, but we haven't really talked since. So, okay, let's let's talk about the day of, or maybe mm-hmm. the week of the engagement. Okay. Rowena knew she was going to get engaged. There was a 60-day timeline. That was kind of a compromise. James was like, hey, stop asking me. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen, and it will happen in the next 60 days. Yes. So you had a general idea of, you know, it's going to happen sometime soon mm-hmm. in the next two months. Yeah. Now, the week of... Did you know it was going to happen? Like, what was going on in your mind that week? James and I are so long distance, right? He's in California. I'm in New York. I've made some trips out west. He's made some trips east within the 60 days. And every trip, I would be like, is this a trip? Is this a trip? Is this a trip? Is it now? And, you know, like, he's a pretty proactive person. So I didn't think that he would wait until the end, like, the last seven days of the 60 days I thought it would be like 30 days in or 40 days in so I was a bit like when is gonna happen like every trip I would be like um my finger's still a bit empty (laughs) um when is it gonna happen and then he'd be like do you really want me to tell you I'm like 
Mm, no, but yes, but no, but yes. Yeah. So it just got pushed to the very end of the 60 days. Like okay. man is just pushing it. When it was the week of, it's so interesting because, you know, like I've been having seasons of like very excited about my videos and editing and work in general and seasons of like, I just want to spend time with babies and like enjoy family mm. time and just chill. And on the flight back to New York on a Sunday, I spent the whole flight five hours on my laptop planning for the week being like okay here's where I'm going to film the first video here's where I'm going to edit the second video edit because we're going to Disney World the week after so I was in LA flew back to New York for about a week and a half and then we're going to go to Disney World mm -hmm. so time was running out just from mm -hmm. a work perspective I knew I was working under a time crunch that was honestly all I was thinking about mm -hmm. the first few days so when we landed when we got back, he's like, you need to be makeup and camera ready every day of the week. I was mm. like, what? <laughs> this is so much extra work that I don't know if I have time to do. Oh, okay. I didn't think it was going to happen on Tuesday. I thought it was going to happen Wednesday or Thursday because this man, for as sweet and genuine as he is, he can lie. You played mafia with him. He is good. Oh, it yeah. makes me scared. So, you know, I was just like, me being annoying, I'm like, okay, you know, make sure you tell Fel and my teammates that, you know, I might not be out. And he was just like, oh, Fel. Yeah. I was like, did you not reach out to her? Oh, should I? I'm like, so he's playing dumb <laughs> he was playing dumb the whole time and then we're supposed to record on wednesday or thursday yeah, yeah. and i was like oh yeah and then i need to record with viv so maybe let her know and he was like oh viv why didn't you tell me and i was like what so so i was convinced that it was wednesday thursday Cause he because he was he seemed like he wasn't prepared yeah oh my god that is hilarious <laughs> And then it happened on Tuesday. What's funny is James is actually the most prepared person I have <laughs> ever met. Oh, my God. Everything was so well thought out. He sent, like, duplicates of cards to people to make sure that, you know, you brought it to – Okay, so I guess I'll share my side of the story okay. to kind of clear that stuff out. So yeah. almost over a month before this week of mm -hmm. the engagement week, James showed up at my place and he was like, Viv, maybe more than a month, maybe two months before, uh -huh. two months before he was like, hey, Viv, I'm thinking about asking Ro to marry me. Would it be possible for you to be in New York? You know, why don't you sit on that idea for a bit and let me know? And I was like, oh, my God, yes, I would love to help you, you know, with your engagement. I'd love to be there to celebrate. And so he gave me some time, you know, like that's how well thought out it was. Like he gave people time to sit on the idea and plan for your stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I like booked everything. I was talking to her mom at the same time because we were trying to figure out housing and living together. And then the week of the engagement, when Ro was in LA, we were actually planning for our recording the next week, which was supposed to happen on a Wednesday. And so this entire time we spend like, 
30 minutes planning for this recording, I'm thinking we're not recording. <laughs> Because yeah. I'm going to be in New York and we're, you're going to be engaged. <laughs> and so throughout that time, it was me, James and Roby. You know, we were in person having lunch together. And me and James had to just pretend that like we're planning for next week. You guys are going to go to Disney World. I don't know anything. Oh, have fun. Let me know. So Tuesday morning which was the day of Rowena's engagement, she didn't know that I already flew into New York the night before on Monday. And I was like hanging out with her mom <laughs> for like 24 hours. Tuesday morning, she texts me and she's like, hey, Viv, I'm going to throw up the, okay, <laughs> the screenshot. She's like, happening. Uh, she's like, uh, can we reschedule recording on Wednesday? And I was like, yeah, sure. Why? What's up? And she's like, I'll let James tell you. And so I was playing dumb and I was like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? Are you getting engaged? You have to FaceTime me immediately when it happens. And little did she know she was about to be put on a scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. So... How did the engagement happen, Rowena? Okay. Going back to Monday, the Monday night, mm -hmm. I had a dinner with Leah. She had previously asked me, also maybe a month ago, it's like, hey, our friend Amy, owner of Sunday Studios, is like a very self-care, nailed, beautiful, non-toxic, clean nail salon. And she's like, hey, Amy wants to treat us to get our nails done on Tuesday are you free? And I was like, oh, I usually film with Beauty Within on Tuesdays. I'm not. It's okay. Like you just go and enjoy. So that was the end of that conversation. Monday rolls around. I go to the office for Beauty Within. Fell's there and my teammate, Amber, turns around. She's like, hey, what's the plan for tomorrow? Are we filming? And then Fell goes, oh, the studio is actually booked. So let's cancel filming for tomorrow. I'm like, great. I have more time to work on the videos that I need to work on for my personal channel. And so that evening, Leah asked me again. She's like, hey, knowing now in retrospect, I knew she knew that my thing was canceled. She's mm -hmm. like, hey, are you free tomorrow to go to the nail appointment? I'm like, no, because I need to catch up on work. And I feel bad because I'm already leaving to go on vacation. And she goes, so this is actually a collaboration that I'm doing with Wall Street Journal. They're doing a feature on me and it's going to be posted on YouTube. And I just really don't want to do it by myself. Can you just can you just come? And I'm like, yes, yes, I'll, I'll go. Like if a friend wants me to do something with them that badly and they don't want to do it alone, I'll, I'll go. You know, uh -huh. like friends don't usually especially if this friend usually isn't like this. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll go, I'll go. So at this point, you know, usually getting your nails done is like a first hint that you're yeah. going to get. Did you, you had no idea that like this was no. part of the engagement? No, I think like <laughs> an inkling came up. I was like, oh, maybe she wants to do this feature with Washington Post and have me go so that my nails can be done. Mm. But... Yeah, I didn't know it would be like this, the domino of the first card to the scavenger hunt. So after the dinner, I go home. I'm like, okay, I'm going to wake up early tomorrow. I'm going to shower so that, you know, my hair looks good for Washington Post. I'm <laughs> going to go into the office earlier and then go to the nail studio from the office so that I can spend some time working. Homegirl wakes up at like... 10 or 11 <laughs> and I just cannot 
get myself to shower for the life of me. You know how much I struggle with showering. I just don't like it. It's just that initial shock of the water. Not a fan. And this whole time, in retrospect, James was stressing. He's never physically pushed me into the shower and closed the door. Or like physically pushed me into the bathroom and closed the door. So I actually woke up, looked in the mirror, checked out my hair. I was like, I could get by with this. However, maybe, yeah, maybe I don't want my hair to be greasy on the cover or like on the front of YouTube and Washington Post. So all my thinking around this was Washington Post. Leah. Oh, I believed her. And so I show up to the appointment 15 minutes late. She's like, where are you? The Washington Post people are almost here. Like, this whole time, like now I know it's like James was texting her to text me to get me to hurry up. But I was like, no. And James is like, do you want me to call a car for you? Do you want me to call a car for you? I'm like, no, I'm fine. You're stressing me out. Like this isn't helping. So I end up getting there. So the at this time- point, mm-hmm. we're all in a group chat and we're all yeah. like, did Ro shower? Like, did she wash her hair? And then when you f- were finally, when you, f- <laughs> when you, f- <laughs> When you finally left your apartment, James texted us, Baby Shark is on the move. And I thought it was so cute. So we were like, okay, it's starting. And then... And then I get to the nail salon. He's like, okay, now that you're here, the Washington Post people are going to come shortly after. I'm like, great. We start getting our nails done. Three, five minutes into like getting our cuticles cut, the Washington Post people come. And I'm putting air quotes around them. It's this lady with a camera and this man. It sounds so weird to say a man. Just this guy with a video camera on like a gimbal. So I was like, okay, very professional. Seem legit. They come over. They're like, hey, you know, we're just going to get some B-roll shots. Leah's telling me, yeah, they already shot my A-roll. We already did the sit-down portion. So this is just, you know, filling it in between. And they're following me for the whole day. I'm like, amazing. And then... (laughs) The videographer and the camera woman, they're just like, hey, so, you know, do you want to talk about how you guys got into the beauty industry, the beauty space? That was the first question. The second question was, okay, now tell about, tell us about how you guys met. And they just let us talk because they're like, oh, you know, we're just going to like capture some sound bites to see if we can use for the feature, but like no pressure, just like be casual. And at one point, Leah starts talking about how I'm like her first real friend that she's met who's also a creator. I'm like, girl, you've been doing this for 10 years. She's like, yeah, you're like my first real, real friend who I feel like I can grow with, who I feel like Mm. is always growing and it's motivating me and we just get each other. And like, I was sitting there getting my nose. I'm like, what? (laughs) I thought this was a feature for you. You. But like, did you bring me here to cry? Like, am I a prop? Like, I, I will cry because I'm very touched. Yeah. And then- They're like, oh, no, this is great. And I'm like, okay. So she's like, okay, let's wrap up our shoot on the couch so that I can, you know, like we can move on and then you can just go back to work. I'm like, great. She sits down. She's like, okay, guys, that was, you know, us getting our nails done. Now we're going to go to the crazy office. But before we do that, Rowena, I have something for you. And in that moment, I was just (laughs) like, for the Washington Post, uh, this is kind of weird. And as soon as she hands me the envelope and I open it and I see the first line, I'm like, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> it has begun. And I was so like, because 
like shocked or like taken aback because this whole time you know I like I'm so bad at surprises like I ruin everything just because I'm so annoying I have so many questions I'm super nosy when it comes to James or like when it comes to these things yeah and so I was just like what did you just do I know what this (laughs) is and I looked at the camera people I'm like are you guys really from the Washington Post and they're like (laughs) no oh my god So that was the first domino that fell. The videographer and the photographer were hired by James, obviously. At this point, you text me. I think you also text Fell Mm -hmm. at the same time. And you told me that, oh my gosh, I actually think it's starting. And so my reaction to Rowena was, oh my God, no way. Like what, what happened? Like, are you engaged yet? And then you're like on my way to... You're like, oh, I think I'm on a scavenger hunt. Yes. So the envelope that Leah gave Rowena was a hint. James wrote these beautiful poems for each of the (laughs) stations to lead her to the next destination. And I believe each destination was supposed to be a date spot that you previously went on. But because it was raining that day, a few of those stops had to be adjusted some of those stops, James actually texted Robina a new poem saying, mm. just kidding, uh, because of the rain. For example, yeah. my, my location was supposed to be outdoors, but it was raining. Yeah. So it got switched. So going on to your second station, yeah. you're texting Fel, you're texting me, you arrive, and what happens? I'm texting Fel. I'm like, hey, I may not be able to come in today or I might not be in until later I'm still thinking about work I'm like okay I'll go in after <laughs> like what <laughs> no um so I'm texting the I'm like hey I think something is happening I might not be able to go in she's also being like ah okay like I'm just trying to suss out who knows and everyone's just so good at not giving me anything because Fel also made it sound like she had no idea what was going on. And she was also like, oh, my God, what's happening? Like, who, you know? I was also texting another, like, teammate, Amber. And she was also like, what? Leah did what? She's Washington Post, huh? You did what? <laughs> and then you're what now? And scavenger what? And I was like, oh, my God, girl has no idea what's going on. So please tell Fel that I'm not going to be in. <laughs> I'm texting Fel. I'm like, okay. I'm, like, reaching my second destination. I'm going to see James. I'm about to see James, so I'll talk to you later. Go to the second place. It was the restaurant where when James first visited me ever in New York, we had dinner at a yakitori place and we went here for desserts. Mm. It is La Avenue on top of Saks Fifth Avenue. So I get there. I'm going upstairs. I walk in. I'm like, I'm here for James. The ladies walk me to the back and I see a female. I'm like, okay, this isn't James. Who could it be? <laughs> oh, it's Belle. And she's dying because she's like sorry i'm not james i'm like it's okay and they're all laughing because james was texting like you know you guys were all texting and james is like yeah who does a scavenger hunt that only has one clue and i'm like i don't know i'm thinking about that i just thought like i just thought i was gonna see you so the second person was foul she also asked me a question which was how have i changed And how have we changed just like by being with each other, me and James? This whole thing is filmed, by the way, guys. A video will eventually come. But I think for now, I can just retell it because 
I think I'm going to like obsess over this editing. Yeah. Um, so everything's on camera. Everything's captured. Belle gives me the second card. There's something about like an island in Manhattan. I'm like, oh, the little island. That's where we need to go. But because it was raining, it got changed to another place where we went on a date, which was the rooftop at Restoration Hardware. And by the way, just in case you guys don't know these people that I'm talking about, Leah is Leah Yu, the skincare creator who's been like an amazing friend since I've like been in New York. And then Belle is my co-host on Beauty Within. Every single person involved is basically a soul sister to me. But that's just like a little bit of context in, in case these names are like, what? So on the way to the third location, I was panicking not panicking panicking but like I had so much anxiety because at this point I'm like okay it's gonna be someone else it's not gonna be James who is it gonna be 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 like I just couldn't figure it out so I was like oh my god and then if you see footage of me like vlog because and this was also when I was like okay I should probably vlog because the <laughs> main camera is capturing shots for like when I get there yeah but like the in route stuff I should probably vlog. So I start vlogging on my phone and you can see me walking up the stairs of Restoration Harbor because it's on like the fifth floor. And I was just like, who is it going to be? Who is it going to be? I walk up the stairs and this is this is where um, the person working at the front desk should be fired. Um, <laughs> I go up. I'm like, hey, I'm here for James. He looks at his little iPad and he's like, oh, you mean Vivian? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, come on. So he said Vivian. I was like, mm, is she weird? And like of all places, your place at like the far, like the furthest corner of the restaurant. Yeah. I walk over and I'm like, surprise. Like my tear ducts just explode. And I was like, what are you doing here? because I don't know like Viv is in LA it's really far from here and I'm like what are you doing here yeah so like, I think that, that was what was, you said yeah and that was I think like a friend of flying out to be a part of this like big like that was just ah, like Aww. it's just so touching it's not that I don't have high expectations for my friends but I think ever since I've just made peace and like let go of what a friend should and shouldn't do when you see so would you love showing Aww. up for you in these moments I was just like yeah. <laughs> so that was this is the third stop and you can yeah. share your perspective because it's hilarious what yes. were you thinking of Viv as you're sitting there for like an hour so after Ro was at her second station, she stopped texting me, right? Um, and she stopped texting me. So I was like, okay, it's okay. She's talking to Fel right now. And then about an hour later, I texted her out. And I was saying like, oh my God, what's happening? Keep me in the loop. Ro was like, oh, I'm on my way to the third stop. And I was like, oh my gosh. Blah, blah, blah. Now at this point, I had been sitting at the restaurant for about 30, 40 minutes. And the people who were sitting around me I felt like their eyes were on me because it looked like I was getting stood up. And <laughs> at this And you're also anxious, right? You're like Yes, panicking? I was I was I was so nervous for this moment. And I think I was even <laughs> more nervous than James was for 
the proposal. But yeah. I think like for me, I knew that I was going to be a big surprise for you because mm-hmm. you really had no idea that I was in New York. And also mm-hmm. Leah and Fel live in New York. So yeah. it, you know, it was a lot easier and it made a lot more sense. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh my gosh, this moment, it has to be like, it has to be special. And then the yeah. videographer and the photographer, they weren't there yet. So I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, I need to record her reaction. Mm-hmm. I was so nervous that the footage that I recorded was like blurry and shaky (laughs) because my hands were so sweaty and I had touching the lens for like 30 (laughs) minutes. So when you watch the recording, it's like blurry because of my sweat. But But it adds um, to the appeal. It was it was just so funny and it was fun and precious and I don't know it was really special so when I finally saw Ro like she started tearing and I think that might have been the first time in a long time that I saw you tear like that and so it was really special for me the videographer and photographers eventually came and took b-roll for us and Ro was just shocked I think like I could see visually like she didn't know how to process what was happening she was Uh -uh. like what are you doing here? Yeah. When did you come? Who are you with? Where are you <laughs> staying? And Viv's like, no more questions. <laughs> I was like, Ro, I, I don't know. I just kept saying, <laughs> I don't know. Because going back to what you're saying about James and how he's so good at lying. We all played Mafia together last year. Mm-hmm. And I could not for the life of me (laughs) lie to Rowena there was like I couldn't really lie in general but like especially to Rowena so when I was mafia I had to kill her off first because I knew (laughs) and and you died first (laughs) both rounds because I just couldn't lie to her she would be able to tell so I was just like I don't know anything we're here to enjoy some fries um how are you feeling and then for my station she had a little crossword puzzle she had to do it was a bunch of Korean dramas and then you had to share your favorite memory with James which was this moment in San Francisco where you guys enjoyed this view and just sat there for like five minutes and you asked him what was the when was the last time that you did this and he said never never (laughs) (laughs) so this is like we'll put a photo up but it's like just two tree branches that like one was on the top and curves one was on the bottom and it was curved and it just perfectly framed this like oval where you can just see the water and the golden gate bridge and it was absolutely stunning i think it was almost sunset too so like the clouds the sky was beautiful you have a really good memory i'm surprised that you remember everything i said i I and that a, you weren't blacked out. I have a <laughs> photographic memory. So if as we're talking, I'm visualizing, oh. I can remember things really well. Yeah. It's bad for testing or like learning though, because you're not actually yeah. like learning. You're just yeah. visually Memorizing. seeing your study guide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, so um, from my station, she heads to... The fourth section. Yes, the fourth one, which is her mommy. My mom. So this one, like, at this point, it was a bit fun. And, like, I also can feel that it's chaotic because James got the cameraman and the videographer their own car. They were leaving before me at every stop to try to go to the second stop. That's why I think, like, because it was raining and New York traffic, whatever, they were probably a bit delayed for your stop, Viv. And then by the time we got to the fourth one, you're actually holding me for a while. Yeah. Because, again, it was raining. 
James had initially planned for me to go to the real real because they have a cafe downstairs and then my mom would have been waiting there. So it got chained from that to a bookstore that we went to down the street. The cafe in there had closed since the pandemic. So they go to like another store, literally like right adjacent. It's a La Pecorina, Pecorina Bianca. It's like the little sheep in Italian. Mm. So I think by the time I get to this fourth place, because I saw you and I knew that like the possibility of like flying people out was open, I went there and I was like, it might be my mom or like at some point I'm probably going to see my mom. And then it was my mom. And I was like, what are you doing here? But I think because the first initial shock came from you, when Mm -hmm. I saw my mom, it was just like, ah, mom's here. Like, wow, this is so amazing. It was like less shock and more just like being able to enjoy the moment. And for our station, James printed out this like 60 piece puzzle for us, which is a photo from my mom, my dad, James and I, in Taiwan when we were like floating lanterns and so I was doing that with my mom and I was asking her questions too. I was like when did she come in who are you staying with is dad gonna come and for all the questions she was like I can't tell you don't ask me I was like okay and then but she was like your dad isn't coming I can Mm. tell you that so like Mm. don't get your hopes up I'm like okay it's fine dad's like all the way in Asia like it doesn't make sense so at this point my mom gives me a card forgot what it said but it's basically like go to this place that we spent like a staycation at so I was like oh one hotel in Brooklyn Mm -hmm. we get to the one hotel I get held up in the lobby for maybe like five ten minutes because the camera people I think they need to go up and set up and like make sure that the things are fine and then I finally get walked up I walk out to like the ninth floor they're like okay when you walk in just walk in and I finally hear okay you can come in. And I was like, okay, here we go. Who's next? And then I opened the door and I'm like, oh, it's James. He's like, hello. I'm like, hi. And he, gets, he pulls me over to sit on the couch and he plays this um, slideshow, like a fancy slideshow, elevated slideshow. And it has cold play. Like fix you. fix you, yeah. Coldplay has like a very special place in my heart. It's like grew up listening to it. My brother loved them. All of their shows that I've been to have been so like emotional in like the best way possible. And so as soon as I heard that song, I was like, Ugh! like tear ducks are like, mm-hmm. like don't cry. <laughs> and then, but like just as we kind of go through and like I'm seeing all these photos and memories and I'm like laughing and I start crying and I'm laughing and I'm crying. I'm just like, ah. so tears were shed like this. Like I had I didn't know how to act. I was like, like when I saw him, I was just like, hey, I just like sat at him. <laughs> like I, I like I was like, OK, what is uh? and then he's like, OK, like now let me let's go to this other place. And I go I, I turn around and it's it's like flower petal row with like fake you know light candles he like pulls me over to this like window overlooking the Brooklyn Bridge and like the Manhattan Brooklyn whatever bridge and like the city and he's like are you ready I'm like I don't know (laughs) he was like I forgot what he said in three parts but he said something again like 
things I love about you in three parts or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then the first one, I honestly forgot. It was like the first <laughs> one was about like – Blacked out. <laughs> yeah, like how – I don't know. It's like one thing was like how I've changed him and I like help him to dream bigger. The second thing was like something about something else and then like growing together, like all these adventures we're able to go on. And the third thing is like him joining my family is just like not – just like me and my immediate family but also like all of my cousins and everything mm-hmm. and then he was like something 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 he gets on one knee i was like oh, he's getting on one knee. and then oh no right before he gets on one knee he was just like you're surrounded by so many people and i'm gonna start crying you love and like mm. i just i wish clement was here and then he got down on one knee and i'm crying again and then when he like got down on one knee because the whole time I was looking at him and like I couldn't see what was behind him he gets down on one knee on the bed on like the corner that's closest to us on the bed was like a pillow and my kitty and this like stuffed like animal kitty that I have growing up and I was like oh my god kitty (laughs) and then this whole time Viv and my mom and like a few other friends were listening in the other room and you heard me say kitty right yeah, I heard some. I heard someone scream, "Kitty!" Yeah. So I'm like, "Oh my god, Kitty's here too!" And then from like him mentioning my brother to me seeing Kitty and like my childhood pal that I've had since I was six, I just like started ugly crying. I literally stood there and I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> "I was like, I'm ugly crying," and he's like, "It's okay." Um, <laughs> And then he gets on one knee and he's like, you know, shows me the ring. He's like, will you marry me? I was like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> and then that was how it oh, happened. My Afterwards, he was just like, the KPI for this proposal was tears. <laughs> and he was like, I'm so happy you cried so many times because it means I succeeded. I'm like, okay. <laughs> such a thoughtful engagement from like start to end like I never really hung out with James to this extent until this week and hanging out with him Monday night and then just throughout after the engagement I was like wow he is just so thoughtful so considerate so generous and I see how you guys are together and again like I got to see you through multiple relationships you know since you were 19 I think it's so crazy I've known you since you were 19 yeah and just seeing how well you guys fit how you bring the other person's strengths out of each other and like let each other shine it was so special to be a part of that day and so special to just really witness all of that happen like it was so beautiful. Like, I don't know what else to say other than it was so perfect. It was so beautiful. Even with the rain, it was like, yeah, this is, it doesn't take away from the moment at all. And the camera woman kept saying, it means it's a blessing. And we're like, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think the sweetest thing was he, okay, he also lied to me again. He's like, when I was at the dinner Monday night with Leah, he's like, oh, I'm in Brooklyn grabbing dinner with like, his college roommate so I was like okay that's fine but he was like 
planning and prepping and setting everything up the whole time like he was with my me. mom situated yeah. yeah and you guys are having dinner together and you see Sean Mendes you saw Sean Mendes yeah I <laughs> checking did. into the hotel yeah so I I actually think that's like of course I know this side of him of like very sweet and thoughtful but to see him going so far out of his way to make sure that the people in my life are taken care of because now that we are going to become like married and like a union whatever Mm -hmm. um it's like by association it's like my people are his people too and that's just like and then also the fact that you spend so much time with my mom eh, that's so (laughs) cute and you guys would pillow talk at night and just like bond over life and I thought that was very sweet too yeah, I spent three nights with Rowena's yeah. mom and a few people asked like, oh, how was it like staying with your friend's yeah. mom? I'm like, I loved it. Like, I I love your mom and I love hanging yeah. out with other people's moms. It's yeah. totally not something that crossed my mind as like yeah. different, but I was yeah. like, I felt so comfortable with her. I I don't know. I feel like we're one little family. So yeah. Yeah. And like you've you've traveled with my family before, you've hung out with my mom one on one before, and like yeah, whenever yeah. you'd come visit, you guys would like catch up and stuff too. So yeah, um, it was a very sweet week with everyone there and just celebrating yeah. you guys. So <sighs> yeah, I'm so happy for you, and I'm sure everyone Thank who's you. listening is so happy for you as well. Thank you. Well, now that you are engaged, I'm curious, has anything shifted in your relationship? Do you feel different? Are you guys acting different? What has changed or what has stayed the same? Okay, so this is actually very interesting because you know how like these moments in your life where it's like you literally, you're just like waiting for it to happen. It could be anything, right? Like getting that promotion or like, whatever hitting your like targeted weight goal it it can literally be anything and I think it's the same with an engagement too where like when it happens nothing really changes (laughs) the only thing that changed is you have a rock on your finger Uh I just like I don't know I just thought a lot would change I think I just didn't rationally think about it yeah but it's like when you get engaged you just have a ring when you get (laughs) married you sign papers and you have a wedding But, like, Mm -hmm. that's about it, right? But, like, nothing else really changes. Mm -hmm. But I will say, and I think, like, I've talked to, you know, friends who have gotten engaged and who are now married. The thing that I feel has shifted most, which is, like, of course, like, an internal thing, is this newfound, I guess, groundedness. Mm -hmm. As grounded as a relationship already was, I think this was, like, a level even deeper of, it's like closer and closer to that commitment that you know you guys are already working towards but with this thing with this symbol I guess Mm -hmm. it's just like even more grounded and like it gives you another layer of peace that was already there right but yeah I, I think like nothing really changes but then also you guys have this deeper understanding of like we're really going to work towards this thing, even though we're working towards it already. I mean, I, I think it's kind of like you you were committed before, but now it's like you're going to build a family together. Yeah. You know, like the commitment to lifelong partners, like yeah. now you really are a unit 
once you get married and I don't know I think like when you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner yeah the commitment can be there but it's different than promising a life of building it together and like what's yours is mine mine is yours etc and so and I think what you brought up was exactly what it is it's like we've all been committed in relationships before Mm-hmm. Right. And even though this was, was different because we would talk about marriage and we knew that we we're eventually going to get married, but for it to kind of reach the next stage, mm-hmm. which it has never before, is kind of like, oh. And you've never yes. felt this before, too. Yeah. Right. It is like, hopefully yeah. you get engaged once. That's the goal. <laughs> so that that's just like the, the like initial post engagement feelings. Mm-hmm. I will say this man. Has gone significantly more sassy. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what. But he's been sassing me. Uh, oh but it's God. okay. I, I don't think, I actually don't think it's like a part of the engagement. I just think like with so much happening, there's just like things are miscommunicated and we're traveling and we're going places and we just got engaged and there's family visiting and then you're here and it's like there's just so much things moving yeah. that... I think sometimes I can be short with him. Mm. And then when he's hurt, he like responds in a hurt way. And I think that's when he's being sassy. Mm. So we've like talked about it since. So I don't think it's because of the engagement. Just a lot going on. Okay. So there's two sides. I have one couple, married couple friend, who's like, my wife's been meaner to me since we've gotten married. Mm-hmm. And I have another couple friend where. They were dating for seven years mm-hmm. and then they got married. So she was like, my husband always tells me he wishes he married me sooner because I turned so much nicer after getting ah, married. And I would hope to be, I keep telling, <laughs> this is what I was selling him on too, right? I was like, we should hurry up and get married so I'll be nicer to you. <laughs> oh my God, um, that's so funny. I would like to think that I'm more like the nicer one. I think I can see both, right? Like, because you're so comfortable and you're so close, like, it's easier to be shorter tempered and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think with this, I'm constantly catching myself and telling myself that this is your person forever. When you're talking to him, it's like, I want to build him up. You know, like, yeah. I just want to make him feel good. I want to make him feel loved. I want to make him feel supported 24-7. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not going to happen, but, like, to be conscious about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, we can, we can ask, I don't know if he's here, but we can ask him in a future episode, has Jeremy been nicer? And it'll be a moment <laughs> of truth. Has James gotten sassier? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. I think, I think I would, I don't know what I would be. I, I'll let you know. Yeah. yeah. But out. see, that's the thing, right? Like you can try to guess what you'll become, mm-hmm. but it's until it happens where you're like, Oh, so this is how it is. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I I would also argue that as with everything we talk about, you do have a choice, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's like when you let yourself be shorter, you're letting yourself, right? Also, when you're letting yourself be nicer, you're also choosing to be. So I think like these are all choices, but it's just interesting, like the natural inclinations of kind of what side you swing to more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it also depends on like, stress levels too like like you said James is maybe a little bit more sassier when things feel chaotic there's a lot going on and then you're a little bit more snappy so he gets that way so I I do think ultimately it 
just depends per yeah. couple and relation. Yeah. yeah. Aw, this is so fun. I feel like this is so special. And also to, because I didn't get to see your reaction, you know, when you mm. were proposed to. And so to, for you to we relive it. We all just it, saw it again. Yeah, <laughs> to, to relive it and see how, like, touched you felt when James, literally right when he got on his knee, is just so... <laughs> special and i'm so happy that we were able to talk about it today oh it's so sweet and we'll be able to see everything in the near future in a video format yeah sometime in the near future don't keep us waiting for too long (laughs) hopefully before i'll i'll try to do it before 2022 ends Cool. Well, thank you, James, for the content for this podcast. VIP. <laughs> VIP. Or MVP, not MVP. VIP. MVP. <laughs> oh my god. It's so hot. He's our um club president, voice hugs club president, fan club fan president. Club president yeah, yeah. of all platforms. Of all Rowena side. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope that everyone enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much to Rowena for sharing the inside scoop on everything that happened during and before and after the engagement. Yeah, it was so special to hear. If you guys want to share some love with Ro, you can always message her on her Instagram. I know she posted an engagement thing last week. And then, Mm -hmm. of course, if you have any feedback, comments, if you want to say hi, if you have questions for us for future episodes, you can DM us at Voice Hugs Podcast or shoot us an email, hello at voicehugspodcast.com. Thank you guys for sharing this time with us. It means a lot to be able to share these moments with you all. Voice hugs. Voice hugs. Bye. Bye.